Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yep. Dream it. Believe it. Become it. Come on up. I am so honored to be back. One of our ever first ever guests that we had four years ago. Elisa Overham. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. You know, uh, living that big life that you're living right now. I, I want to know, sir. Like, are you actually retired, retired, or have you still got aspirations to carry on fighting? Absolutely retired. All right. The last fight was a year ago, and um, after that, that match, because in your mind you don't want to retire, you want to keep going. Um, but after the match, my body didn't want to do it anymore. And then I actually felt the peace with it, and now all new exciting projects. I'm enjoying life. Um, yeah, because there's so much more as, as as the fight scene, the fight world, and it has consumed so so many years uh, of my life. So for me, it's um, very pleasant to now actually see beyond fighting, experience, explore, and the world is a lot tougher. Okay, because like, well, you're engaged now, or are you married? You, what are you know? We're getting married, uh, 2025. Yeah, right. Because I heard like you had some big. You had some, uh, 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 you, you proposed in the Burj Khalifa, right? Yes. I heard it was a big kind of thing. It's, you know, that's so I hear, so I hear. It was like, Kaz was really gassed over it. Like, yeah, man, it was incredible. But, um, but you're going to do it once. You're going to do it big, right? Or you're not going to do it at all. But uh, it was a special moment uh, for a very special person. She said yes, so we're all good. It was not in vain. And, uh, yeah, now we're proceeding to 2025. Right. I remember when you first came on the show four years ago. The time's gone really quick. Four years ago when you came on the show and you were speaking about relishing the opportunity to try and fight Tyson Fury. Now that you're retired, it's like people must have picked up on that, right? Because then Tyson Fury ends up fighting Francis Ngannou, uh, a person that you know very well. And, and yeah, they kind of stole your idea, bro. They did. And then, 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 taking great steps in that idea, could have done it better myself. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, he's doing it. He's doing, 
waiting out his UFC contract and then fighting uh, Tyson Fury, having to go to decision. I didn't really believe Nagano got that dominated that bad. And in fact, he was the more dangerous man that evening. So, um, yeah, you can only admire his path, right? From Africa to Europe, to, to the streets in France, to the UFC, to the title. There's some ups and downs, and now into boxing. It's a very um, inspirational story, I believe. It's an amazing story. Now, I'm saying, because you know, you know fighting, right? And you understand fighting. You also understand the, the psyche of it, like, especially like from doing the mixed martial arts, from doing the kickboxing. I remember when before when I speak to you, 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 and you was on the show, and you said, like, professional boxing is, is, um, it's, it's, it's limited combat sport. Um, do you believe that Francis Ngannou will beat Anthony Joshua? Those are two contradictory statements, but let's go. So boxing is limited fighting, but not to say that it is less technical. Right, I've been a striker myself, or I don't know, I've been training strength for 30 years, and there's always something to learn. And I found actually a great deal of knowledge in the boxing, in the angles, in the footwork uh, by the great coaches, studying the great coaches. So I think it's a very uh, complicated art, especially when you go to the level of Tyson Fury, and our friend Singanu, Anthony Joshua. So there's a lot of details, there's a lot of... Um, yeah, strategies, you would you would say, uh, techniques, little details that I think uh, can be learned. But still, it's not wrestling, because if you add the wrestling into it. And there, I think that um, Francis will have an advantage, physical strength, maximum strength. Yeah, absolutely. Because when you fought um, Francis, what was that, 2017, I'm going to be real with you, I'm your career. Um, because what was you in that, how old was you in that fight? Um, um, that was um, seventeen, so that's uh, thirty-seven. Yeah, thirty-seven. I'm not. I'm saying, not taking anything away from Francis Ngannou's win because it was a great win. But you, I believe that you passed your sell by date from like we've seen it with like you know great fights because like a lot of people were being like um, making a comparison between you and Mike Tyson just for that brute aggression. That brute aggression, but the tactical smarts to be a demolition kind of person. So, but what do you think Francis Ngannou, apart from the power, what do you think he bring to the table in going up against somebody like Andy Joshua, who has been a very well-accomplished amateur and also a unified world champion? Well, uh, in the case of Francis Ngannou, you don't know, right? Obviously, he's training something. And the other thing is, uh, I think he got a little bit underestimated in the Tyson Fury fight, because actually the entire world would 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 think, hey, uh, Tyson Fury is just going to have a walkover, but it wasn't. That was not the case. Um, but then again, uh, Anthony Joshua is a whole different fighter, right? I would mm-hmm. say very dangerous fighter, very versatile fighter. So it will be very interesting to see how Anthony Joshua will have his game plan and try to pick. Uh, Francis Ngannou part, and what gains did Francis make, if he made any gains at all? But I can't believe he's 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 in it to win it, so he's training to win fights. So he's still developing, he's still learning, and wow. maybe maybe there also was some jitters because 
his first boxing fight, his first, was it 10 rounds, 10 rounders? 10, 10 rounds. Um, yeah, well, you know, he's used to five rounds, but this is only boxing. First time, different audience, different vibe, different energy. So for him, it's also a little. It goes by trial and error. So I'll be I'll be on the lookout to see how uh, Francis Ngannou has grown as a boxer. Mm. So like, if you had the opportunity, yeah, a younger version of you, Alistair, and you had that opportunity to be in a room with an Anthony Joshua, how would you fight Anthony Joshua? Uh, <laughs> well, the thing is, I never did the only boxing fight. Um, although, of course, I have some hands. I've been doing some kickboxing, of course. You're, I was you're, a, you're an incredible striker. striker. Um, and I kind of... Yeah, I don't know. My fight still also changed over the years. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I'm, 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 I became more technical in the later part of my, of my uh, career. And I actually finished my career at the peak of my technical performance uh, in, in the last fight, Balari fight, I was, I was really sharp and I was good. I could fight in the, in the distance, in the pocket, uh, movement, everything was just there. So I don't know. I, I would have to switch only to boxing, figure that out better. I never did that. With me, there was always kicks and knees involved uh, in the K1 and then clinching and wrestling and submissions with the UFC. But I never only did um, yeah, fists. And that feels a little bit limited as well. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect because it's fucking the cardio, but it feels like, yeah. I know I always thought the other techniques were like a shortcut. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because so if you don't use hands, it's kind of more likely to go to the later rounds. Say again? How would you fight someone like Andrew Joshua? How would you fight if you had the opportunity well, to be in the ring? How would you fight? If you're gonna, you're gonna have to think in uh, points how to gain your advantage. You're gonna have to study footwork. You're gonna have to uh, study study distance, frequency of a boxing fight, um, and I don't know. Maybe what I did in the K1 fights in the in the K1 Grand Prix fights, I looked at different things I could use. So I used my weight and I used little bumps and little little small little details to yeah to to get the win. To to get gain off balance, gain gain time, punish the enemy, and then uh, yeah, I don't knock him out or get on points. Okay. And I don't know, I don't, I don't know if that's possible in boxing. Okay. How do you think? How do you think Francis Ngannou should approach fighting Joshua? Um. Well, of course, with his coaches, right? It starts there. So you're gonna have to make have to make a game plan, maybe even two or three. And maybe even four game plans, and then you need to alternate in, in between those game plans because Anthony Joshua can do that. He can fight in different ways. That's what you saw with Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, after he got dropped, he got very careful and he went to a different autopilot mode where which Francis couldn't deal with. So he just outpointed him very safe. Not very nice for the audience, but uh, yeah, for him it was just a safe way to win the fight. So it's, it's again uh, curious for me to see because of course I analyze these these fighters differently as a fighter. It's very curious to to analyze what game plan Anthony Joshua will multiple game plans and then also what uh, yeah which games Francis have made because Francis need to come up with something new, right? Because mm. he he not really got exposed but he did show a way in which he could be beaten. Right. 
because I was amazed at the press conference, which was an excellent press conference, put on at the Alternet down in the West End of London. Um, massive props to everybody involved because it was, yeah, I like how they put these these things on. It's like the, the big involvement with Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Al Sheikh, you know, um, is really doing a lot to promote um, the sport and entertainment of the country. And, uh, uh, from the, and I think it's excellent what he's done because you've got two major promoters in this country and in the world as well in Frank Warren and Eddie Hearn to sit down together and to make great fights. And that's what they're doing. Um, which, yeah, I think that's excellent. Now, with this Joshua fight here, I was amazed at the press conference, at the size difference. Like, I've never really been intimidated with being around a fellow human being. I went into Francis Ngannou's change room after his fight with Tyson Fury, right? And the size of that guy, I ain't going to lie to you, he is. I was taken aback by the size of him. He's a very, very big unit. Anthony Joshua is a big human being. I sat, I've i been around, I've known Anthony for years, even before he turned professional, right? So I've seen his growth. But being around Anthony Joshua, because you know someone, they're being big doesn't surprise you. Ngannou is a different entity of big. Anthony Joshua sat beside him, looked like a, a, a middleweight or, or a light heavyweight compared to him in boxing terms. Compared to him, the size difference is, is big. Do you think that's going to be a telling factor in the fight, the size? Say again? Do you think the size difference is going to be a telling factor in well, the fight? Well, I, 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 I just can go off what I saw, and that was in, that in the Tyson Fury-Nagano fight. Tyson Fury is used to be able to use his weight somewhat, and on France Nagano, that game did not play at all. <laughs> he could, just couldn't use his weight. They were kind of sort of similar in weight, but then I think that uh, Francis put his weight on uh, Tyson. A little bit here, a little bit there. Not not, not in a heavy way, but that surprised, I think, Tyson. Um, yeah, let's see what uh, Andrew Joshua is going to be doing about that, right? Because the physical yeah. Um, yeah, presence in the ring could be a factor. I don't know, I don't know how. Again, you know, I'm not an expert, but uh, yeah, something that, that, yeah. that Tyson Fury uses. Because um, in in this fight here, it's going to be um, it's going to be a lot of weight difference in this fight. Yeah, exactly. Difference. That's a lot of weight. You know what I mean? They're talking like two stone. In, yeah. in, in, it's it's a, it's a lot of weight. Now, me personally, so, and, and and then the thing is, you need to be able to deal with that. Um, yeah, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah? So if you had to give a prediction on this fight, because I mean, this is my final question to you. If you had to give Alistair Overeem, the legend of mixed martial arts, if you were to give uh, uh, a prediction for this fight, anti-Joshua uh, versus Francis Ngannou, what would your prediction be? That's difficult. That actually is difficult. Um, and, but but what I do like about it is that I really do not know. As well as with the Franz Ngannou uh, Fury fight, I also did not know. I knew something was going to happen, and something actually did happen. Um, and again, with this fight, yeah, the same, similar. Something will happen. I don't know what, and that that excites me. 
I cannot give you the clear, clear on paper, Anthony Joshua all day. But then again, Francis is a big human being, like you, like you mentioned. I don't even remember. <laughs> right, right. That's the positive thing about those kind of things. You just uh, in the locker room, huh? What happened? Huh, what happened? Until your coaches get annoyed. Hey, this is the fifth time you're asking, uh, go take a shower. And then, yeah. <laughs> Alistair, I can't thank you enough for joining us on the fight. right. Thank you so, so much, my brother. And uh, looking forward to seeing you out in Saudi because uh, me and Kaz are going to link up in Dubai first and then we're going to be traveling over to you. So hopefully you're there with us. I think um, I think the TV companies and everything could 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 garner a lot from having a person like you because you come across as a gentleman, you're very wise on the sport. And I think like they could they could gain from having someone of you uh, and your experience um, to talk about this big fight coming up. Yeah, yeah, listen, uh, I'm there. It's always interesting to share my uh, insights, right? We've had a couple of fights. So uh, yeah, I look at it, tend to look at it a little, little, little bit different, Lee. But uh, no, but looking forward to seeing you in uh, Riyadh. Yes, sir. All right, then, Alistair, you take care. God bless my brother. Good Thank night. you. Ciao. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.